Hello, I'm Isowellen, and this is a brand new podcast. It's season two, two years later. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining me on this new season of Isowellen's Stories. If you take a chance to look around and check check the notes, the podcast notes, as well as the image on the website, the Podbean website, and other images, um, you'll notice that I am doing a new thing again. <laughs> uh, I am... Um, I'm going to be returning to my earlier formatting of reading my own work and sometimes occasionally sharing other people's works. Um, it'll be a less, in, there will be less interviews, fewer interviews. I have no idea if I'm going to be consistent. You know me, I'm trying to write every day consistently, and um, I don't know what adding podcast into the mix will be. I'm currently working on finishing two books in two different worlds. Uh, I am working hard to uh, get a long-awaited fourth 12 Sectors novel out, and as well as a long-awaited epic fantasy romance novel out. Readers know me from Amazon and Goodreads and Twitter and Wattpad as Isabellen. I have several novels out on Amazon that you can read now today, this minute, on your Kindle Unlimited for free, or you can purchase it Or, if you want to see what I'm working on now, you can become a member of my Ko-Fi. I am temporarily on Ko-Fi until another platform opens up called Bream that I hope to join, um, which will be a better format, a writer, writers for writers type of format that really will serve my needs and my readers and I better, I think. What is Ko-Fi? Ko-Fi is a lot like Patreon. I'm sure you've heard of Patreon. It's a way to support my work and the work of the other creators that you enjoy. Um, You can become a member. I currently have three tiers. The $1 a month tier where you just throw money at me because you want me to keep writing and you want to stay in the know and be able to see some of the posts that I post on Ko-Fi. Hear about my new puppy. Um, the, uh, four ninety nine. um, I think it's the, uh, I named all my tears after coffee, but I can't always remember the name of them. The four ninety nine tier is the, uh, I think it's the latte and the, uh, I'm looking to be sure. The four ninety nine tier is the small Americano, actually, and it's the eighteen ounce and eighteen ounce latte is the eight ninety nine tier. Um, I uh, 
am really enjoying what I'm doing over there. The money coming in, the little bit of money that is coming in, um, that I hope that readers are feeling like they're getting their money's worth, um, is, is going actually for more stuff for readers. I, um, have a, uh, a tendency to want to give back when I'm given to, and I am loving being able to, you know, get some, a few things made here and there, um, and get some mail sent out and some rewards. So that's kind of what I am doing. You can find me on Ko-Fi. It's Ko-Fi, Ko-Fi.com slash Llewellyn. And um, you'll be able to find links everywhere. And you can also find me on Twitter at Iswellen, on Facebook at Iswellen Writes. You can email me at Iswellen.writes at gmail.com. Um, I have a website. I am all over the internet, people. And I would love for you to come and find me and, and hang out with me and let me know your thoughts. So today I'm going to be reading the first chapter from Caught. Balancing Magic. It is a book that I started on Wattpad three years ago almost and rewriting it has been arduous because it is an epic fantasy and I took terrible notes and also my memory is crap but it's also a really fun story to get into. I love the characters in this story. Um, there will eventually be links if you're wanting more information about this story. If you're getting lost like I am, if you want the, um, the like glossary, that is something I will be adding to on my Ko-Fi. Um, I might do a few, few things on Wattpad though, so that you can kind of get an idea of who's who and what's what. And um, I'm just going to go from there. I'm not going to explain too much about the world. Um, if you want to know more, yeah, <laughs> find me, <laughs> come follow me, come hang out with me. Um, I, um, I would love that. I really would. So without any further ado, I'm going to read from chapter one of Caught. Chapter one. Annika, feeling sick. I felt them coming in the soles of my feet, a tickling sensation, a vibration, hard to quantify, but there it is. I felt my doom coming, feet first. I thought the prickle was the result of my walk before work. That's how things always go for me. One good thing leading to a long line of bad. I like to walk through the old, drained woods behind the apartments where I live to clear my head. It calms me. There are thorns and poisonous things in the process of taking over the giant stone-skin trees. But I, I was careful. That was my forest. I worked those trees with the rest of the village brats as soon as my mother let me free out of the house. It was the only place that I felt safe. Even though there was really nothing safe about it. My little free time in nature apparently 
led right into a weird reaction. Of course, (laughs) that's how my life is. No health issues. No, those were rare for me, but weird stuff. Weird stuff happens so much I should get used to it. But I'm not. I'm just a null, a plain nothing of a human being, trying to survive a world politics has torn from sky to shadows. I'm a regular Jane nobody. And still stuff like this happens to me all the time. Everyone who knows me says I'm a first order ship magnet. I don't like the connection to the first order and the rest of those dedicated fanatics, but it couldn't didn't be denied that if shit was going to happen, I would be in its pathway and it would hit me first. The tingle didn't hurt, but the feeling demanded my attention. I couldn't think it away with random thoughts or a mindless task I was supposed to be doing. It was an annoying bug crawling across my skin, biting all the way. I just had to sit down and see what was going on. Out of my shoes, my feet stank days from a good wash. My eyes watered from the stench, but my feet weren't red or swollen or anything. The lack of an issue disappointed me. At least a thorn stuck in my heel had provided, would provide an explanation for this new case of mysterious weird. The second after I sat down on the farm box in Jack's kitchen, the wood still creaking under my butt as I looked from one foot to the other, was the second that giant slab of a bald man came around the corner to see me doing it. Boy, you lazy fucktwat. I pay you to sit? His hand shot out to pull me up, and I dodged it, jumping as my feet hit the floor like I landed on a hot plate. My brain sizzled with the renewed contact. The floor was on fire. Even the rats that love your slop get a break once in a while, I told him as he reached for me with the other giant hoof he used for a hand. I don't pay rats. You pay me, I hopped away, making faces at him. Boy, dumpling man, sack of stink, blood barred toad, I shouted as he grabbed my shoulder and I, until I twisted and fa- I shouted as he grabbed my shoulder and twisted until I faced him. Jack knew I was a girl. He called me a boy as an insult. As irritating as it was, this worked in my favor. Half of his questions thought, half of his customers thought I was a lumpy, dirty drudge of a boy who never bathed and hid girlishly stylish long hair under his cap. The village had boys aplenty like me, hoping to make it in a bigger city to boss around. I dressed and stank in an effort to avoid attention. Jack went along with the farce, decided I could be another one of them. Still high-stepping imaginary hot coals, my bare feet pricked and burned. Jack shouted in my face, his spit dotting my cheeks. Promised your sister I wouldn't kill you today. She's not my sister, I said in my head, on reflex. Aloud, I spat back. You also promised her a silver coin the next time she let you touch her tits and made you feel like a man. Because you're not really a man, are you, Jack? You're some kind of magicker in disguise. Jack 
thought he was this, that, and all the hairy balls in between. He brewed a sour ale that had all the village addicted, as tasty and as cheap as piss, but stronger and cheaper than the dreaming drug blue. In short, the males of Little Indio loved him. Jack could do no wrong, but being called a magicker could get a person hauled off to the city by a desperate quota-starved patrol. And we both knew that was the last thing he wanted. I'd never get close enough to a patrol to report the muscle-bound sack of pus and sweat. I didn't want their notice any more than Jack did. But he didn't know that. Good thing his stupidity rivaled his size. He may be natural-born, a native creature made of magic, but he wasn't smart, and the patrols were the only thing that scared him. Shut your fucking pie hole there, boy, he snarled the words, digging his fingers deep. It hurt. Bad. Jack was powerful strong. I turned my yelp of pain into a manic laugh. <laughs> Very unboy-like, and nothing like a normal null, who'd be begging and crying if they could manage a sound at all. But I knew how to play Jack to my advantage, without showing my bare chest to every dick in town like Badonna did. Then let me get back to work. I thought I stepped on something nasty in this sty of your kitchen, but it was only another giant bean roach. I said it, but the kitchen floors were spotless. I kept it so after the first time Jack made me lick the floor for mouthing off to him. Now it had a nice citrus taste. He walked away. But the back of my knees, the tops of my thighs, the meaty parts of my palms were all buzzing, crazy, hot. It was as uncomfortable as anything I'd ever felt before. Jack's rough handling turned to a memory the moment he left me alone. I didn't have time to dislike him when he wasn't in the room, felt and gone. But the weirdness spread into my chest and started to turn cold. Death was a-coming. I'm a skinny little knoll. In this world of have and have-nots, I was so low on the not list that anyone anything can kill me. That's what I told myself every day, and damn it to all the powers of high and low, that is what I believed. I'm a null. So I drowned two fat spoons of mineral oil and baking salts and hoped that would cure me before going back to my kitchen work. My stomach would hate me, and everyone would smell me, but it was a remedy no mama swore by, so I did it. Thirty minutes later, I ended up trapped in the toilet box with an eye-watering brown stink worse than my feet. This disgusting smell was sticky. I could hear Jack shouting at me from inside his pub, the dirty dishes and pig slop piling up in his kitchen. He bellowed like an angry bull. I suspected that was his other shape, a bovine duca from the plains. About ten years ago, those plains had been tilled up and turned into croplands to feed the bulging bellies of the consortium's cities. Jack must have migrated to the out-of-the-way little bit with a few other survivors of the patrol sweeps. I had an illegal book from my mom with all the known creatures of Aaron in it. 
creatures made of magic that had survived the consortium's balancing, like Jack, disguised themselves, or they found high-up protectors, or else they disappeared. My remedy for the attack of the weird, mm, it did me not a lick of good. The cold became ice, pushing on me knocking my bones in ham-fisted dread, like, like I should know something, do something. What, what would I do? Knolls are not fit for more than farm work or washing dishes by hand. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do nothing. I wouldn't feel anything. I wouldn't answer no bone-throbbing knots like an idiot either. This girl was not having anything to do with trouble like that. No, not me. I shat my guts out in the poop house and wiped myself as best I could. Then, stinking to the stars and back again, I went to work, minding my business and my mouth. And that is chapter one of Caught Balancing Magic. You can, you will be able to find it on Wattpad. You definitely can find it on my Ko-Fi if you become a member. If you become a Americano member or a Latte member. I hope you will join me and leave some comments. Let me know your thoughts. What is it like jumping into a fantasy world that you know nothing about? Uh, What do you think of Annika? the mouthy main character. What are you going to think when I read the next chapter and it's in a different point of view in third person? And how is that first person point of view tense? Is it working for you? I'm not used to writing it and I've rewritten this first chapter a hundred times now and it feels very choppy to me. I would love your feedback. Um, If you are a really good listener and you notice in inconsistencies in some of the things that I do and say in my stories uh, feel free to you know reach out leave me a comment and be like hey uh, you said this name and then it was this name is that a new person or what's going on Um, yeah I would love your feedback thank you so much for your time and have a great day